level three would be the AI not only finds the problem and halts it, but also generates the corresponding use case or pattern. Hi, this is Greg Young. And this is Bill Malik. And you're listening to Real Cybersecurity. So how's the weather these days, Greg? The weather abides, as the, the dude would say. So it's cloudy with periods of in-person conferences for people. Ah, <laughs> right. How's that yeah. for a segue? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of, lot of travel. We had a kind of a lightning storm uh, here in uh, Connecticut uh, last night. I, was, I mean, what the heck was going on? I was like, oh, my gosh. Brilliant and beautiful. I was witness to an unusual lightning storm about a year ago, and it had, uh, I'm not sure what the count was, how many thousands of bolts per minute that were mm. coming down. It was remarkable. Wow. Um, never seen anything like that before, so it was an unusual weather event. But, um, yeah, and, of course, I got up, <laughs> woke me up in the night, got up, looked out the window, saw this spectacular display, <laughs> closed the drapes, and went back to bed. And then reasons in the morning, oh, my God, I missed missed watching that. What was I? What was I? <laughs> It can be entirely fascinating. You can look at a, a natural phenomenon, and it is unlike looking at a piece of art. I mean, yes. A piece of art will not captivate the way that uh, clouds or a storm or the waves or whatever can. Much like uh, seeing uh, things in person versus virtually. Yes. Yes. My second, and my second segue. <laughs> second segue. And, yeah, well, I, will, I will pick up what you're putting down. Yes. Yes, I did travel. I was I was at RSA last week, and the week before I was at the Sands ICS event. And oh, cool! I, yeah, that was that was nice. Uh, I was speaking at both events on the general topic of zero trust and industrial control systems, and the uh, Sands group was really quite good. But RSA was just fun to be back in the saddle, although um, there was some fallout. We did have a person test positive with symptoms at the ICS event, and so. He isolated. I'm kind of a nerd about wearing my mask all the time. I wear it on the plane, even though theoretically I don't have to and wear it most of the time unless I'm about to eat or speak at the podium. I mean, yeah, I tested clear a few hours ago because hearing how many people were impacted, I, I had to uh, use the home self test. But stay smart, stay safe, folks. Yeah, the ICS event was great. Rob Lee, the uh, founder of Dragos, was uh, one of the folks running it and it was it was great to see him in person he had posted a very i i think it was meant to be funny tweet saying what's all this about cybersecurity visionaries who labels someone a cybersecurity thought leader <laughs> so i responded to the tweet well as with lawyers it's not a title you can give yourself you don't introduce yourself as william malik esquire esquire is something somebody says about you and as far as Cybersecurity visionary or cybersecurity thought leader, that's something that's given to you by the media or by PR flax or by adoring colleagues. And then I added, I think you're a cybersecurity visionary. Ah, nice. And a couple lines down, I said, now it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially like nicknames in the army. Uh, you couldn't give yourself one. Because right. if you did that, you'd get a doubly awful one given to you. But it was uh, it was a good show. Uh, a lot of good content, interesting exhibitors as always, and great food. I mean, they had it at the um, Hilton down in Orlando. And nice, nice. 
really good, uh, really good meals, uh, fairly, fairly compact side. I was able to visit my son and daughter and their kids, my grandsons, uh, for dinner the last night. And so that was, that was a, a, a real extra special pleasure. I'm a big Sands fan though. I, I you know, I've, uh, you know, people say, oh my gosh, they're so expensive, or whatever. There's always complaining about everything, but they deliver. They have a mission. They stay in their lane. They yeah. deliver on it really well and they never forget their, who their audience is. So I, I like Sands. So. I, I'm, I'm completely with you on that. Really good people. I, I met Alan Poller a few years after he'd founded Sands. He had made his money with a startup that CA bought and he used the funds he got from that sale to found Sands. And started, uh, this, this wonderful educational experience. It's really, it's really top drawer. It's really, really first rate. In fact, I'm, I have not taken a SANS class recently. I took one a number of years ago, uh, just, you know, basic networking theory. And it, the information density is extremely high. The educators they have are superb practitioners. Uh, so it's really practical in a way that far surpasses the kinds of education you go through to say get a a certification in most you know forms I, I happen to have a cisa and i did do some studying for that and i helped design some of it i feel there is substance and value there but i'll tell you the uh, the sans the sans classes are really really top drawer so it was i was happy to be there and meet the folks and hopefully contribute to the discussion and i was really happy when our Mutual friend John Pescatori went there. I thought that was a great uh, next step in his career, and he's he's really represented them well and done a lot. Yeah, lots of great instructors there too. So yeah, yeah. And then RSA was uh, was something. It's been gosh I, three years for me. I think you were there two years ago, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the, the last one they held in person. Yeah. This one was, I believe it's it was hybrid, but there was a fairly large number of folks uh, at the event. It was good to see. Good conversations, and of course, catching up with colleagues, bumping into folks haven't seen in in years and years, and and those conversations are great. I met a couple of people that were fabulous. I want to shout out to uh, Radia Perlman and uh, Charlie Kaufman, who I met just by uh, by chance. They were at the speakers lounge at RSA. Radia came up with the um, spanning tree protocol, which allowed Ethernet. Yeah. Genius, oh, absolute wow. genius. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, full palette of uh, uh, degrees from MIT, and uh, both are wonderful communicators. You know, succinct, good expressions, not using a lot of big words, not trying to impress. They just uh, have a ton of knowledge and want you to share it. So, very happy for uh, for that uh, that occurs. I mean, I've known of her for years and years, but I'd never met either of them in person before. So that was cool. And uh, yeah, the event was pretty good. Uh, sessions were uh, fairly well attended. It wasn't as crowded as some have been, but it was it was pretty populated. And I will have to give uh, kudos to uh, two uh, entities. The city of San Francisco did a pretty good job on keeping the area, I want to say policed, but not in the sense of a police present. I just mean clean and clear and traffic moved efficiently and you, know, you didn't feel put upon. I spoke with people who had really negative experiences, I say, in the past. And the other shout-out I want to give is... Uh, <laughs> I had come back from Sands on Saturday, and I had to fly out early Sunday morning to get to San Francisco. So I packed in kind of a post-jet trauma leg state. So I got to San Francisco, and I'm unpacking, and I've got the shirts I want to wear in the talks, and I've got the uh, 
you know, shoes and belt that go with the outfit, but I didn't have any pants. And I thought, well, I'm not going to do these things in my, uh, my dungarees. So what have they got? And, uh, men's warehouse right around the corner, got a pair of slacks and they tailored them while I waited. Wow. They opened, they opened at 10. By 11, I was out of there and I went to my, gave my talk at one with no sweat, no worry. And I felt fabulous. So huh. men's warehouse, two thumbs up from, uh, from one happy customer. But yeah, it was, uh, it was good event. Lots and lots and lots of content, many, many topics. The theme was transform, which doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. And going down to these, you know, one word messages to cover everything that's going on in the information security space. It's kind of a silly quest. Yeah, yeah. And it's amazing the sort of uh, fool yourself work behind the scenes at many of these events that goes on where they, they spend great amounts of effort picking these and tie these titles and give, you know, much uh, chin stroking and head nodding going on about deciding on them. So it's, uh, it's kind of silly. It's not, not like you're not going to go because of the title. So, right, right, right. Or you're, or you're going to bring a friend because of the title. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, do, you, do you remember the theme of yours? Um, none of them. None of them. I do remember the one where I did troll some event staff. I won't say what company was that, but uh, I was trolling, trolling them. And I, uh, you know, they were getting silly with this, these, you know, this holistic synergy and doing all these kind of things. So, yeah. so I threw that. I'd be quiet the whole time because I knew that this was a fruitless exercise. So I threw out uh, security at the speed of cloud. <laughs> and, oh, they got, they got all excited. And a, a colleague looked at me from across the window, this great Australian guy with a fantastic sense of humor, looked at me sideways and he met my eyes and he knew what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been, uh, you know, a number of years after and he still messages me and <laughs> at the, <laughs> on this topic. So. At the speed of cloud. Yes. Here we are in the balloon with a wind whistling by our ears. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they did. They they didn't pick it. I'm not sure. I, I probably didn't sell it hard enough. But you should have had a chorus of uh, of folks, you know, saying, "Yeah, that's great. I love that." I mean, imagine the imagery, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I would have. Uh, I would have picked something even sillier, and then set and then polluted the uh, the voting crowd beforehand if I'd wanted to. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, instead, spend your time on logistics. You know, like come on, like you know, rest areas, make people comfortable. Like, titles, oh, yeah. whatever. The registration process was bizarre. Had to go to Moscone West to get the, what did I start off with there? I went to Moscone West and then they said I had to go to Moscone South in order to get my band saying that I'd been uh, tested for COVID, that I had the vaccinations and such. And then following that, I went across the street where I had to go to a specific set of machines to register. And then once registered, I had to go to another location uh, to pick up the uh, the swag. Very nice bag, by the way. Very, very uh, handy uh, backpack. Like it. And then, uh, you know, I think I got my steps in for the day just going through the process. And I realized this is extremely efficient for the people who are staffing the booths. But for the individuals who are simply trying to register, go to location A to get your wristband. And then with the wristband, you go to location B and then you register. And then from there, you walk over another place to pick up the tag that you've registered for. And from there, you walk to yet another place to pick up the bag that your tag allows you to get. So it's like absurd, uh, very, very poorly, uh, very poorly designed. But, you know, walking is good for you. So I'm not going to go f- much further than that. Yeah, they've done this so much, though, you'd think they would have this down. Just a, a better 
Well, yeah, this is the now has the transition been completed? Is the RSA conference a separate entity at this point? I thought it was. And but what always perplexes me is that every year the keynote is somebody from RSA, even now when I yeah. understood that it had been divested. So yeah, maybe maybe that's just, that was terms of it or something or or they're still sponsoring to that level. But yeah, just what? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, you know, they allow the RSA corporation allows this company to use the name. So I presumably the quid pro quo is they get a speaking slot. And perhaps in the transition, they lost some people. RSA decided it was going to keep some of the better event staff for themselves. Mm, possible. Yeah. Uh, thankless job. You know, I, it is, but you know, it, you know, it is your job guys. Yeah. How are the, uh, how are the numbers? Did it feel crowded or? It, it wasn't a mob scene. I did not find myself unable to walk where I wanted to go between sessions. I did not attend the breakfasts, however. Timing just wasn't uh, wasn't right between right. other things that were going on. But the venue itself was was not overly crowded. There were seats uh, available in the sessions that I uh, peeked in on, so that was uh, that was good. I think they've got a they've got a way to go to get there. I was able to get a room at the uh, Marriott Marquis, and it wasn't an arm and a leg to get in there. I can remember somebody telling me years ago that it would have been cheaper for them to fly home to Phoenix every night than to get a hotel room <laughs> at RSA for the, the days right. that it wasn't that bad. It was, it was in the, you know, 300 ish range, which, which isn't great, but a, you know, a third of what I've heard it been in the past. Hmm. Then most restaurants had uh, reservations and you could usually get a cab or a, lift wherever you needed to go. So that was, that was good. I did spend some time on the floor. I got into a couple of interviews, uh, got a chance to meet some people in the uh, exhibit hall. It's interesting to me that they follow the Gartner model and that they have people who are allowed to go to the exhibit hall and then people who are allowed to go into the uh, sessions. Right, right. One of the things that Sands did, which was very nice, was that sponsors were also allowed to attend. So they, they didn't have that two-tier um, sponsorship. And I, I really like that, which which is coherent with SANS mission. They're not there to make money. They're there to provide education and cover their costs. That was that was good to see. It was it was uh, uh, much more comfortable. Now there would certainly be people who would be working the show booth who did not want to sit on on the lectures. But they had some good folks. They had uh, Jay Ingalls from uh, NSA. They had a fellow responsible for process for the uh, ICS environment at uh, Saudi Aramco. There were some powerful, uh, very helpful uh, events. And interestingly, there was a lot of work on the importance of process, and that was nice to see in an ICS environment because too often, well, the the whole topic of process maturity always comes up. And I used that uh, that classic example in, in, in my talk also, the specific question was about the use of AI for security. And I offered the opinion that if you use AI for security and all it does is track down and stop problems, then that would be from a maturity perspective, a level two status. Level three would be the AI not only finds the problem and halts it, but also generates the corresponding use case or pattern so that you could use security automation to not have to discover the problem again using AI because AI is expensive and heavy resource, you know, a lot of consumption there. So an AI that doesn't, you know, 
leave the documentation, if you will, and that is to say get to a level three or higher uh, operational maturity effectiveness is is going to be burning a lot of resources from here on out. So that seemed to resonate with uh, with a number of folks. Best uh, best conversation you had uh, during the week? At uh, at RSA, it was with um, uh, Radia and uh, Charles, absolutely. They, um, their presentation was on identity management, which aligns with some work that I've been doing on identity management for things. And then the conversation we got into had to do with quantum computing, which was really, really interesting. I've been banging my brain against this for a while. I, I want to be able to explain it to my grandson, who's just turned 13. I want to explain what quantum computing is about. And it's, it's subtle. But there are a couple of good educational uh, videos that I found, and I had almost all of it. But the conversation with uh, Radia um, cleared up the last sticking point. I was like, oh, oh, that's how, yeah, got it. And those aha moments, by the way, if you want a career where you get those aha moments every every few weeks, InfoSec is it, my friends. I, I tell you, there has not been a week where I didn't learn something new. Uh, this field just right, yeah. keeps keeps you up. So that was the best one there. At ICS, it was um, a couple of conversations with folks um, specifically on how they crack the silos, crack the organizational barriers to you know the mutual incomprehension between information security and operational uh, process control. Real, real interesting problem. So that was good. But hey. Uh, what's going on with you? You're involved in committees on like 6G security and stuff. How's that world going? Well, so far in the future, uh, your species does not have the intellect to <laughs> comprehend this. <laughs> no, no. That's actually part of the challenge with doing 6G work right now is because 5G, as you know, because you spend tons of time talking about uh, 5G and, and kicking kicking the tires on it, is that the next sort of evolution.